0: I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hello and welcome to the I Am Jen Wilson podcast. This is your host, Jen Wilson. And today's podcast guest, I have the very lovely Les Graham. So I know Les Graham through the Glasgow Girls Club and I haven't met her in real life yet. That's still going to happen and it will happen hopefully very soon at an event. Um, But I saw some of the events that Les has coming out and they sparked an interest. Some of the trainings that she's got, some of the empowerment stuff and I thought she's somebody that I would like to have on the podcast, have a chat with, see what she's about, hear a little bit of her story, and the exciting things that she's got coming up and some of the things that she has going forward are super interesting so I hope you enjoy this podcast. Check it out and I will speak to you on the other side. Hello. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Really good. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm looking forward to having this conversation. Sorry? I'm looking forward to having this conversation. Oh, me too. I'm just going to turn my volume
1: a bit. That's okay. better. Yeah, all good. I saw your live video this morning. You're starting a whole new programmer. No. Oh, I thought you were. Was it live or was it, are you doing it for somebody else?
0: Yeah, it was a video. I'm doing a part of a workshop with the Urban Retreat. Oh, fantastic. Um, I was at the Academy, so on the 5th of May, they are having like a wellness day and I'm going um, to be doing um, the yoga and a yoga meditation part of that whole day. It's all big. Fantastic. Yeah, I was like... I, b- I wasn't live this morning. What have I done? Oh my God. <laughs> ah, I thought it was live. <laughs> no, she um, filmed it yesterday. She was over yesterday to record the podcast. Um, So that will be coming out just a couple of weeks before this one does. Um, so uh-huh. we just like, can we just do a wee video so that we can put that out? And I was like, yeah, of course, should I not? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So, how are you? Yeah, I'm really
1: good. I'm good tired. I had caffeine yesterday and and my brain went no chance, no chance of sleeping tonight, so yeah, but no, I'm really good. I'm really good, it's, good. Uh, I'm really busy. it's great nice where is
0: your
1: accent from? uh originally, I'm a Jaradas, I'm a Geordie, but I left timeside in eighty six so I've been gone probably longer than you were born.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know one of it's like. Because I remember you you posted something about that you've lived all around the world and Scotland's always the place that you find that's the most friendliest. And when you first came on, I was like, oh, her accent's Scottish. And then I was like, no, there's definitely something there. It's not, maybe it's Geordie, maybe it's something else. But there you go. Yeah, I'm a Geordie.
1: I'm a Geolus. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I lost, I had to lose all the rough edges, you know, I had to drop all the sun. Yeah. When I was 19, because I left when I was 19 and went down south, so to all the rough edges office so people could understand what i was saying but i've been living i've been living with a scot for 30 years so you know.
0: yeah and you always pick up scottish phrases and stuff like that it's my, my boyfriend's polish and he says some stuff that's like pure scottish and you're just like that sounds so funny in that accent
1: <laughs> it's it's amazing i think the only one that i picked up was sugar sugar that's the only one that i i say that is scottish really
0: it's such a good word <laughs>
1: It's a great word. I love it. But I, could, I brought back awesome when I lived in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. The, what the, the Kiwi word I brought back with me was awesome and I just can't drop it. Everything's awesome. And then you want to sing the song from Lego, you know, from the Lego movie. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just great. It
0: also, I lived in Australia for three years and awesome was a word that I brought back from there. Was it? Yeah. yeah. i like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. where in Oswego? were you? Um, I, well, I flew into Perth and bought a van and drove across from Perth right round the south coast all the way up to the Gold Coast and lived on the Gold Coast for about two and a half years.
1: Blimey, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. How long ago was that? Oh,
0: 2006. Okay. Yeah, 2006 it was that I went, came back 2009.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Well. it goes
1: quick doesn't it and yeah. things change so people ask me you, you know about melbourne and stuff and i go Foof, 1990
0: different world so what would be really useful is if you could introduce yourself and what you do to the world because you do quite a lot of different things don't you I've got, like when i follow on social media i'm like that oh that's interesting oh that's interesting oh my god what did she do <laughs> so let's have a rundown for it as you do
1: oh my goodness so um, what I do at the minute as opposed to what I used to do so uh, at the minute I run empowerment seminars for women which is a real passion of mine just uh, helping women realise that they've got everything that they need inside of them and it's just taking that breath and going for it so I do uh, seminars for women and I do well-being days for women as well which is based on all of the therapies that I've done, so a bit of there's a bit of colour therapy in there, kinesiology, uh, a bit of touch for health, EFT, um, from healing modalities that I've done, quantum shang and reiki. Um, so that's my well-being day, and I also do something called physiognomy, which is face reading. So it's behavioural genetics. You can look look at somebody's face, and you can see how they're going to react under stress because of the facial structure. It's fantastic. And so as a therapist or a teacher, it's really useful because you can see how people uh, react in distress if they need the whole picture, if they just want the bottom line information, yeah. if that chat their boxes like me and you've got to watch your clock all the time. Um, and it's all on the face. So I teach a two-day yeah. workshop on that with a, a month in between so you can do your project and read people's faces. Yeah. Uh, so I'm teaching that at the minute. And Touch for Health Kinesiology as well, which is it comes from applied kinesiology and John C developed it and took a lot of the complicated stuff out, although there's a lot of complicated stuff back in there, um, which is between chiropractic and acupuncture. And it's a fantastic therapy on its own, but you can use it as an an addendum. I learned it for Reiki, but actually Reiki complements my kinesiology rather than the other way around. So I teach that, which is amazing. I've got um, another... I'm not in mind which I'm busy developing at the minute which is for men which is going to be awesome there's that word again it's going to be awesome, awesome. <laughs> not, not much help out there for the guys yeah um and then so that's all my therapy side and then on the other side I've written books called the pet gundog series and another one called manners not mayhem and that's all about uh bringing motivational training into the world of the gun dog, which is traditionally quite a hard uh, method of training and so I've done that for years and I've now got instructors scattered around the country that teach my work for me yeah and so I teach it's an 18-month program so it's really hard work and get two level three certificates from it as well so
0: um, are they so training dogs
1: training people to train training, their own dogs
0: training people
1: to train dogs right yeah so I, I train the instructors so I train um, accredited pet gun dog instructors, and then they, they you know, the kind of get um, all n- not a business in a bag, but it's they get all of my teaching syllabuses, they get my training days, and they get promoted on my websites as well. And um the pet gun dog books have got a really good following, yeah. and people are just dead keen to go out and train their gun dogs because. They, they get bored and destroy the house about bite the kids you know so yes, my
0: mum and dad have got Springer Spaniel they just got him before Christmas so he's still puppy and my mum's going to the because he's chewing everything so yeah. they were away seeing a behaviouralist on Monday and she was like a lot of this is just puppy behaviour because they've never had a puppy before so they don't know um, what what is puppy behaviour and what is them not being able to train their dog um, but yeah he just needs constant constant entertainment yeah.
1: so the book's called the pet Dog, and it comes with stevie doing it and get from amazon i'll get yeah.
0: that for them and
1: i will so, sort everything out it'll it'll tire the dog's brain out yeah. and, and teach the dog to settle down and it means they're then training it in the way that the dog's been bred and yeah. and then the dog will feel really satisfied and, yeah. and content and it'll settle down
0: yeah it's both um both of his parents are both working farm dogs, so one of them is a gun dog and one of them, um, I don't know what she did on the farm, but they were both farm dogs, so it's very close, it's not, he's coming from pet lineage, he's coming from working lineage, so... <laughs> it's first generation. High, high energy, yeah. super intelligent. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you think he's super stupid though, because you're like, what are you doing? But he's gorgeous.
1: This, i mean i I've, I've got a spaniel now, and it was my first spaniel, and he does get away with stuff that my Labradors would never get away with from because he's just so cute, you know you you look at him and he just he just wins you over, whereas my labs don't get away with as much I think I think they're lovely, but I don't think they're quite as cute as Spud. <laughs>
0: yeah I think spaniels
1: have just got this little face that you go, oh they' right, gorgeous <laughs> I know oh they are sweet
0: they are. <laughs> So you have a lot of different healing modalities that you are trained in and that you deal with. Oh, hang on. No. Stop. Oh, no, we're back. Um, did you get all that there? Because the screen's frozen, I I did. You did, yeah. I did. So what got you into all that sort of
1: stuff? Ooh, craggy, um, bad diet and smoking like a and drinking lots of coffee, basically. So I was in IT, I used to work in IT. And I was a project manager on the year 2000 project. And uh, I was up through the night putting systems in, taking systems out. So i do my, my day's work, go back into work on night time and sort the systems out with the team, and literally live on cooked breakfast at the local Greasy Jaw, you know, four o'clock in the morning and put the system in, momade sandwiches, Siggies, coffee. Cork, cool, you name it, We used to just to keep going through the night. These these were in the days just as we did with, with, with stuff. Um, and I did I school, she also and uh, she was amazing. And so I uh, kept she kept doing things like putting the tattoos on on my, and, my and, <laughs> and, um, and I just It was amazing. She make my body do things that. What unbelievable with muscle testing, you know, she found out if I'd been drinking the night before, if I'd been smoking, of had been heavily, all through muscle testing. And when the the joy had gone out of it because it was just so uh, amazing working through those times, working through an unmovable deadline, that I got bored. And so I decided to uh, leave IT and a really well paying contracting job. And I became a kinesiologist. I did all my training while I was in IT and, uh, and then I left and it was when I was learning, I did my advanced kinesiology first and then I did my touch for health and it was when I did touch for health I thought, oh this is just amazing. And so I became a touch for health instructor and started teaching it. I, was in, I became a touch for health instructor in 2002. Wow,
0: that's cool. Mm. And so just for the end of the lesson, can you explain what kinesiology is?
1: Yeah, um, it's an ology, and it's kinesi, is the way to think of it, because people always struggle with how to pronounce it. So that that's what it is. And it's a in acupuncture and So he found that the practice correction doesn't all the cold, and he looked to the east and incorporated nutritional Chinese food. And seven, they're called magnificent masters. Applied kinesiology, and then I'm going to talk using muscle testing. You can find imbalances by you must have you can find what will copy mouse thing like there's a circuit boat in somewhere in the body. Yeah. And you need to find whatever what the body needs to matter so of phone can. That's it shall do you have the matic system, the masculine system, system, the meridian system, um to that energy. There's a lot of different energy floating around the body. And words, we do a lot of work through words as well through metaphors.
0: So was a natural testing something,
1: and it was that they needed to do to help them heal. Would that be something that you would then advise them, or would you have to send them to the nutritionist? And we can only do so what happens if, for example, I was going here and then um, you get things in the head, then it would require different um, fractions, and if I advise that my disease with the lymphatic system or the meridian system. Yeah. And if you come to the nutritionist, then what I do is have different elements on the body, and so when i saw still in that, I'm going to see some of my tummy, and then you can totally pattern, yeah. and that's yeah. really yeah. demonstrating so how I'm draining the world system. Yeah. What's the question is, actually, a chocolate will send me, but it's, it's chocolate, and that will weaken me because So you can work the body, which will tell you what you need and what you just need.
0: Yeah, that's what yeah. he going I went for an F- acupuncture F- with a Chinese doctor, and um, kind of a bit of a Crohn's flare up at the beginning of March. Mm. And he had said to me when he was doing the F- acupuncture, <laughs> like that, just you make your heart speak, you know, what I was speaking <laughs> about. Like, okay, what can I do to fix that? Like, I was just like, if I can fix it, and the reason use are nutritionally spammed, so I did thinking actually, what the stuff that you're doing to do is add on to that, and a little bit more into something that I'm not having to go and focusing on the system. Yeah. Yeah,
1: let me wait a second now if there's a probably um, Jim is uh, Call me. I'm a I'm a at the house. i am a And I'm really, really nice people. Yeah, I can just He's it's just that. It's the actually it's me,
0: because I was the and I was the it because that was really, really bad. And I was just like once I started using it was working I available. But then I need to find alternative ways to be able to within the day. So as soon as I have this, I'm the I'm not going to do it. absolutely after. to. And that was, that was it like, I an email from a consultant. I had to run out information last time. And he's like, not in my notification." I was looking at this email, laughing, and she's like, and I was like, "No, you're right. I definitely don't, I don't know what like all the realities that affect the body, much more information for maybe a the whole just-
1: Yeah, but- yeah, they're amazing. And so, um, I'm taking this, your acupuncturist is an Eastern acupuncturist, so they do they're looking at your tongue and your pulse points.
0: Yeah, yeah, it yeah. takes my, takes my pulse, asks, or see my tongue, everything.
1: Yeah, and you anyway, yeah. Or- because yeah, no, like, I'm saying that, I'm acupuncture as well. Like, let me see your tongue. And, and we'll to tongue. <laughs> instant- so When I first started talking to,
0: oh, okay. to TMJ, like, my jaw was really, really tight. When I was asking oh. to see my tongue, I could hardly even, like, I was struggling to open my mouth wide enough to let him do that. But over over the few weeks that I've been getting acupuncture, that's totally eased off as well. So everything has been corrected, and the stuff that he's doing is helping more ju- than just the problems that I went into him with. Yeah.
1: They don't look at specific problems, so that you Yeah, yeah. Which... If you can get the back punch, yeah, well, to the I'm just going to still go them at least once
0: just for maintenance. Just to make sure that it stays good because the they just think it's It first day. This is all emotional tension, that's what's caused this. You're holding emotional tension in your body. Like, uh-huh. It's like, uh It's like, that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're, they're quite amazing. Because I, I, when I was looking for an acupuncturist a, a few months ago, um, it was a Western acupuncturist. I oh, "We don't know." If we not. And she says, "What do you mean you don't know if you treat?" It? And she says, "Well, I'll have to get the points from." The to use. And I said, "What do you mean you go by my body?" She says, "No, I'm a Western acupuncturist." And um, the Western acupuncturists, they don't use the pulse points. They don't use the diagnosis. They don't like going. To yeah. Um, they're just given a set of points that I have to use regardless of person mm-hmm. in, in relation to different diseases and that's it, you know, it's one size fits all, but the acupuncture is a unique Once you do not yeah. Chinese medicine are like countries.
0: Yeah, so they have done this for years, like when he, when you read his, like, life story, he was working with his father, he used to win a couple in New York, and he's has years old, so that's yeah. am like, you yeah, so know, like, he just, he says, he says, he says, this is his, so it's like, to his stuff, and Yeah. so, yeah, he like, That's amazing, I'm really glad to tell. helping. Yeah, so man, I like, absolutely like like, I'm like, I'm so pleased to go to I'm like, go for it, I'm because they always gets to out some things that they're not, you know,
1: Great, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's good. Yeah. So Your wellness seminar,
0: what's involved in
1: them?
0: Um, a wellness seminar for women, it's um,
1: working through different routines for so on the brain, integrative brain, so there's little exercises you can do from cosology app, get that in my brain hemispheres, talking, front and back, also help with to be successful, but also help people to read and so struggling to take information at work or being treated for reading I attention, because next that I was just listening something school, so I bring things like that as well, and then... Um, things like dealing with the words, you know, all the time. so dealing with those words and not quite and such, but learn to acknowledge if they be all made up. You know, can be picking us up and so have to work out happened or have edited it as it's getting sold. Um, so it's, it's things like that. And also working using like the points, uh, in relation to things like uh, breast ingestion when you have a period. So how to take all the sting out of your boobs when you have a period and um you know, constipation, trap wind uh so back so it's it's looking after yourself as a woman. Yeah. And looking after your family as well. Importance of hydration, you know, the importance of eight hours sleep, why we need sleep, coming up yeah. with a really good uh, bedtime routine. Yeah.
0: Where do you do them and when
1: are they? <laughs> uh, my next one's the twenty seventh of July and I run my empowerment well being stuff at McDonald Houston House Hotel in Uphall at Livingston. Right, you. Okay. And we get really well fed. We get, really, we, we get so well fed. It's wonderful. But it's all about the food. It's a real nurturing day, you know. I mean, you can't nurture yourself and then eat rubbish at lunchtime. So yeah. it's a really nurturing
0: day with lots of really good food. Cool. So, where would we find out about those
1: days so that we can look them up? Um, they're on my website, which is lesgram.com So, it's under uh, workshops on there. Cool. Um, and then it'll be going on Eventbrite as well and on Facebook, close up to the time. So it's April now, it's not until the 27th of July. So yep. probably next month or early June, I'll put it up there.
0: Cool. So I'll put links in the show notes for the podcast so that people can go, out, go on and be able to find it quite easily. It'll be a couple of weeks from when we recorded this to this goes out um, towards the end of April. Um, great, thank so you. Out, so that'll kind of go and go full with it
1: yeah no that's fantastic thank, you. Not,
0: thank you not
1: a problem and there's in the well-being there's no um no empowerment stuff in there
0: okay it's just pure well-being stuff well-being stuff. and what about the, the stuff that you're creating for men
1: um it's it's very similar to the empowerment stuff that i do with women so um again dealing with the chat uh in the head that goes on you know um yeah. And and then stepping up and doing challenges So board breaking, arrow breaking, glass walking, fire walking. Yep.
0: Whole do you
1: do you host all of those? Yeah, I'm, in, I'm a fire walk instructor, so I do the whole lot. Love a fire
0: walk.
1: Oh, it's great, isn't it? So <laughs> my plan is to do um, a rite of passage. The, the men's only one, and I'm I'm talking to um, a guy in the states who runs these amazing uh, camps for boys and men and so I've been talking to him a lot about it which is wonderful yeah um he does it for like five days I'll be doing it for one day yeah and I just you know I think men get a rough time of it. there's a lot of stuff out there for women now and empowering women and helping women but you know the guys need help too and and I've got a you know my boy's nearly 25 now yeah and so I'm really aware of the stresses and strains on young lads growing up and you know going through like the angry years of 18 19 20, and then coming out the other side a, a man you know
0: yeah because it's you're we're seeing a lot obviously there's a lot of stuff about mental health and the that suicide is the number one killer for men under 44 or something like that it, yeah.
1: it's shocking it's, it's it's shocking when when we lived in New Zealand I worked a lot with lads I worked a, a lot with the boys and yep. um you, you know they start tattooing them the 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 islanders, the Pacific Islanders, they start tattooing them, I think it's when they're 13, 14, and it's mm-hmm. all bamboo tattooing, and so I don't know if you know about the tattoos, they start at the knees, they go all the way up to the waist, right. including, you know, under the scrotum and stuff, oh. they just leave like this little bit around the genitalia, and 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 the boys, you know, they can't cry, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard on them, and so I used to work with a lot of 15-year-old boys, and you know, 15, 16, and and they'd be sobbing on my treatment couch. And mum would be in the corner sobbing as well because it's the only release that the boy could have in in a real safe space. And then working with men as well as they've gone beyond it to then have to look back and deal with the trauma of not just the tattooing, but the whole... There's a lot of pressure on men. They're not acknowledged for the things that they do. You know, the the women's movement is awesome, but in some ways it's to the detriment yep. of the mental health of the the teenage boys and, and the young men. And I just want to give something back. I, I, you know, there's a lot of really awesome men out there and there's a lot of really awesome lads out there yep.
0: and they just need uh, something... They need some of this feminine energy as well, that nurturing, because we live in such a masculine-driven. Everybody's got to, brah, brah, stand up and the whole British upper stiff upper lip and brushing things off. But everybody, men and women, needs that nurturing feminine energy.
1: I do, and and that's the thing with that I want to do for this rites of passage is I want them to have the balance of of the yin and the yang you know the fire walk and the glass walk because they're very very different Uh, you have to approach them very differently which is amazing so yeah but it'll be great I just I think men are are getting a bit of a rough ride at the minute everybody's you know behind the women and women empowerment which is awesome because I am as well
0: yeah
1: but we just need to remember that the the lads go through a rough time of it as well
0: yeah yeah, there are, there are some men who are souls but there are also some women who are souls <laughs> They are. They are. <laughs> Being and an soul is not is not gender specific.
1: <laughs> it's not. It's not. You know, and <laughs> you have some really kind and nurturing women, and you have some really kind and nurturing men. Yeah. And you have some women who are really arrogant, and you have men who are really arrogant. It's just, it just, it is what it is, you know. But I've spoken to lots of women. Um, and women who've come on the empowerment seminars with me. And when I've said, you know, I'm considering doing it. so when I, when I was formulating it, so, you know, I'm considering doing something for men as well, and they're like, oh, thank you. We, you, you know, we want something to help our sons, really. And so it's empowering women because you're then helping their sons,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, to step up to the mark, really, is yes. what it's about to step up to the mark. And
0: Accessible. it must it's be so hard, hard for women to help bring men up to be the men that they need to be, but also to be the sensitive caring person. And if you don't have that male role model there to give you that the lead, then you must just be standing kind of lost going, what do I do? It's,
1: it's hard, I mean, I, I did a lot of reading when I had my son because I don't know what it's like to be a boy, yeah. So I did a lot of reading, a lot of psychology on raising boys and manhood. There's a really good book called Manhood and there's a book called Iron John, which is uh, intense. I found it really took me about four times to get through it. Um, And so I've read a lot of of child psychology on boys and and adolescents. Um, And they, they need really good mentors when they hit about 13 you know, they, they need a mentor in their life that they can look to as a role model. And if there's not one there, they will turn to the closest bloke that they think is amazing. And if that's a gang, you know, if that's like a 16-year-old in yeah. a gang, then they will be part of that gang with the 16-year-olds because yeah. they need somebody to get them over that hump and into manhood, yeah. um, which is really lacking at the minute. And, and as you say, if, if you're a single parent and you're raising a boy, then it's a massive responsibility on women to try and find a suitable role model for their son.
0: Yeah, especially if that woman's always had the wrong kinds of men coming into their life because she's got her own issues herself that haven't been addressed, or she doesn't know really needs addressed, depending mm-hmm. on how her relationship with her father has been and what other male role models like. There's just like there's so many things. There's so much. Uh, impact on who's around you.
1: I know. So I I think you know by looking at the lads hopefully I'm empowering women as well through it in kind of a roundabout way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then you'll get this next generation of all decent human beings coming through.
1: Yeah, hope so and and working with the mental health side of it as well, you know, let's stop these young boys from doing daft things like nicking cars, racing cars—you know, committing suicide and yeah. and teaching them to be able to dig dig deep and use the resources they've got. Yeah,
0: well, we got up this morning to discover that our street had been vandalised last night. and Five cars had had their windscreen smashed. No, and it, it's young lads that are doing it, um, and the police know who it is that's doing it. Um, the local counsellors involved and he knows who's doing it, but they can't they haven't been able to catch them doing it, so they've been no eyewitnesses, mm. even though they know it was such and such. Um so it's yeah, it's difficult. It's like how do we how do we manage this? Because innocent people's stuff has been really badly damaged. And this person, to me, that, that person needs some help. But how do you get them to accept that help? It's like, oh, it's difficult.
1: That's awful.
0: Yeah. Because some of the neighbours obviously want to take a baseball bat.
1: <laughs> well, like, yeah, happy, of course. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of <laughs> <for> that one. <laughs> if somebody
1: smashed my Coswind screen, I wouldn't be very happy about it, that's for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Need, and then you calm down and you go, yeah, what's going on here?
0: Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, and it's just, the area that I live in is is not, um, it's not a rich area, it's, it's, I think it's one of the poorest areas in Glasgow, um, there's a lot of kids living in poverty, and there's a lot of people living in social housing and things like that, and it's just, it breaks your heart because you want to be able to help them, but then they have to want to be helped. Yeah, they have to want to help themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's how, do you,
1: how do you show them that light? Because the light is there if they want to go towards it. And, and trying to find things that you, you know, if um, if you say, "Oh, there's a men's movement group going on," they'd just laugh. They would go, we yeah. not going there," you know. Forget that. Yeah,
0: uh,
1: or they would go in and
0: like, vandalise
1: it. <laughs> or they going. To, or, you know, ideally, a martial arts club.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. You, you know, get them into martial arts, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, martial arts good for releasing aggression, but also giving them discipline. It's, it's and respect
1: the discipline side. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's massive. My husband used to run a martial arts club years ago, and like that, if there was any young lads coming in and they throw the weight around, you you know, really leery. Yeah, then the, senior, the senior ranks normally the girls. Yes, yeah. on the backside a few times until they learn a bit of respect for them. And and completely transform the kids.
0: Yeah. And maybe speak to... Because uh, the counsellor has been really actively involved in it. So maybe speak to him about trying to get some martial arts, see if there's any funding anywhere to get Martial Arts Club to send them to. Like, it could be an option. It, it
1: It's the whole discipline thing, you know. It's like, as you enter the dojo, you've got to bow. Yeah. When you do weapons training, you have to bow as you pass across the, the weapons and stuff. It just... It brings in another level of discipline and respect, yeah. um, and respecting you know people who are smaller than you because they can put you on your backside if if you're not careful as yeah. well. So good. Yeah,
0: it's interesting. So what what is the um, what have you got most immediately coming up next?
1: Um, in two weeks' time, I've got my instructors coming up, my new instructors to do a week of dog training, which will be fantastic. Uh, looking forward to that and then after that looks after that is touch for health too so it's a second level of touch for health kinesiology that i'm teaching okay
0: so is is touch touch for health much different from applied
1: kinesiology no so applied kinesiology um when Touch for Health was developed, they just took some of the stuff out of it. That was applicable for the doctors and made it okay. layperson. Uh, but you can, you can qualify as a Touch for Health proficient kinesiologist at the end of, so it goes one, two, three, four proficiency assessment. And then you have to do your case studies and you can join the Kinesiology Federation as a Touch for Health proficient kinesiologist, which is great. So I, I taught Touch for Health one last month and then next month is Touch for Health two. And it's progression. Touch of Health 2 is probably one of my favourite levels because you introduce the Chinese five elements.
0: Right. And
1: so you start talking about yin and yang and uh, you know the, the five elements and and segment Chinese. It's really exciting. Yep. That's, that's where it really feels like you're teaching kinesiology.
0: Okay, and it's another thing that I want to add to my list of things I want to learn
1: about. <laughs> well, kinesiology or the five elements?
0: kinesiology it's like yep that's something else i want to add to my list yep that's something else As everybody i speak to always does amazing stuff and i'm like oh i want to learn some of that oh i want to learn some of that <laughs> just dip my in a bit of everything
1: it's it's good i mean i do stay well with touch for health evenings now and again so i did one a couple of months ago where you have an introduction to touch yep. for health um i'll probably run one again later on in the year.
0: I will keep my eyes nice
1: just to see what it's all about.
0: Yeah, I will keep my eyes peeled for that. Great, thank you. So, is there anything else that you want to share with us before we sign off? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: Just you, you know, stay well, everyone. Stay really well, and uh, don't let all of the stuff that's going on in the country affect your mental health because it's a really stressful time. And yeah the the quickest way to destroy somebody's mental health is to take away their choices mm. and that, that's what's happening at the minute so yeah yeah just stay well okay
0: that's lovely so i will put all the links to your stuff up onto the show notes so that anybody listening can find you quite easily and i will let you know i will get in touch to confirm what date it is that this is coming out but when it comes out I'll tag you on all the social media channels so thank you so oh, much you. Lyd, for being on thank you for inviting me it was lovely to <laughs> catch yeah. up and hopefully Thanks. I'll meet you in real life soon because um, you're part of the Glasgow Girls Club I am, yeah.
1: I am. we were there yesterday
0: yeah I saw the networking, I missed it yesterday I had to go <laughs> like oh, I'd rather be at networking but you know <laughs> Oh, it's
1: soul destroying <laughs> It's soul destroying. I, I go and see a um a rheumatologist and like that. You sit there and you go, Oh god, I've been here an hour and there's another hour to go and it's just <laughs> it's so
0: destroying.
1: I don't envy it. It was really good. You missed a good session.
0: Yeah, I was I love Mandy. Mandy's been on the podcast before from the Empowered Women Project. she's,
1: uh-huh.
0: um, she's awesome. She's done amazing things.
1: She is. She's and she's doing amazing things. Yes, she is. Yeah, it's great.
0: Right, I will let you get back to your day that, and hopefully we'll meet you in real life very soon. That All will right. be fab. Thank you. All right, And yeah. have a really good afternoon. I will, but I see the sun's coming back out, so I'm going to get outside. Dog walking time.